and welcome to Just, a podcast, a monthly presentation by your team at Just Worldwide on topics relevant to the healthcare market research industry. I'm your host, Shane Meeker from Just Worldwide US. And I'm your co-host, Mansky Charles from Just Worldwide US. On our last episode of Just a Podcast, we talked about the sensitivities and empathy that it takes to conduct patient recruitment and field work. This month, we have a special treat for you, and we're going to dive a little deeper into the patient caregiver experience, and myself and Mansky are going to dive into our experiences firsthand as caregivers to our fathers. We look forward to sharing our experiences with you today. As caregivers to our fathers, we had the unique firsthand experience to be able to be on that journey with them. Mansky's father experienced the journey of diagnosis and treatment of a soft tissue sarcoma on his leg. My father went through a major stroke, pulmonary hypertension, as well as acute heart failure, all of which I have been on that journey with him through the initial stroke and the shock that that dealt to to both my father's life as well as my own, and the subsequent treatment and recovery uh, as he went on that journey over the past two years. We look forward to going through those journeys with you today, and we hope that you learn a little bit from it as much as we have. So let's start with Mansky and his journey with his father. I started being a, a caregiver to my father around the same time that I started my journey here um, as a member of the Just Worldwide team. I think in a lot of ways, um, I felt less alone in uh, helping my father uh, because of the countless interactions I had with uh, people that were going through uh, very similar things as my father was. Um, and as his caregiver, uh, you know, I spoke to a lot of respondents that were caregivers and patients as well. And, um, you know, getting uh, through conversation, getting to know what what their needs were and what, they, what their expectations were, what their mindset was like, them talking about what they were going through, kind of really helped me understand uh, my father a little bit more and helped me understand uh, my role as a caregiver to him. It started off slowly for him. Uh, first, it was a tiny dot on his leg, and then eventually it turned into um, an uncomfortable pain in the leg where the tiny dot that now grew uh, bigger was, and then eventually it was undeniable uh, that this was not a regular uh, occurrence. So after a couple of doctor's visits and eventually a biopsy, it was confirmed that he was... Um, uh, he had uh, sarcoma on his uh, leg. It was a mixofibro sarcoma, um, a soft tissue sarcoma. And so uh, that moment is very vivid to uh, me and to him and to our family in general because uh, that was the first cancer diagnosis of the entire family. And so we were um, kind of did, did not know 
how to process it at first we weren't this was new for for all of us but like i said before um having uh talked to patients that were have been diagnosed with cancers rare types of cancers and having had those interactions uh really helped my uh mindset be uh, a little bit different and so i took charge in that situation and uh kind of started to spearhead you know um how things were going to go from there planning you know what, what doctor do we go to which specialist do we go to how do we proceed and uh kind of getting the best care we could possibly get for him and so i i'm very thankful for my position here and and very thankful to those people uh that gave me advice um and you know and having conversations with respondents when you're onboarding them for a study isn't just you know your name and your information and then that's it uh, there's there's more of a relationship there, and so uh, with that relationship uh, comes uh, you know advice. So I've had the privilege of having a couple of respondents that follow up with me and ask how's your father doing, and you know they've given me advice on um, what they wish they had and and things like that, and that really puts in perspective uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things for my role and how I can be there for him and. Um, Especially uh, as a as a caregiver, you want to uh, be ready, have your uh, pen and pencil and, and paper ready so you could jot down notes and ask the right questions. And so um, one of the things that um, I understood early on was to be uh, his advocate. And that was through the conversations I've had with, with uh, respondents. And so uh, I would write a list of questions out that were popping up in my head that he had as well and so anytime he would randomly ask me a question i would make sure to write that down and to uh, make sure to when we meet with a doctor to communicate that with him so he could be at ease and have his questions answered and that was all things from my conversation with respondents and they really um uh, hammered home that you know no matter what questions you have always have a pen and paper around or your phone your notes app so that you can ask, you can write those questions down because you will forget them. And so when you finally meet with a doctor, uh, you can ask those questions because you don't want to have those lingering questions that you aren't answered and be in a place where you're not sure uh, where you are in your journey, what steps you need to take. And so that was really, really, really beneficial for me. Initially, um, it was really tough to wrap uh, our head around or... Uh, wrap my head around as a caregiver what the diagnosis meant and so uh, you can go online and do your research and look up um, five-year survival rates and all those things but um, like many cancer survivors and people that have had cancers different types know your journey is specific to you and so uh, although statistics do matter um, your specific journey and how your, your team of doctors um, really information to you is more important than online statistics. One of the biggest skills I had to uh, improve on or um, learn is time management. You know, there's uh, there seems to be plenty of time in a day when it's just you, but when you are managing and uh, juggling doctor's appointments um, and a slew of other things, uh, for both you and uh, somebody else, it does take more uh, planning 
and more um, care uh, than it would if it was just you. And so uh, I take that mindset into whatever study uh, we are doing here just worldwide uh, to know that whether it's both participants, uh, patients or caregivers that are participating, um, that there is a lot more going on than than just meets the eye. And so uh, we we try to be as flexible as we can so that we don't become a hindrance to the other things that they have to do. Because it's hard to both be there for someone else and, and be there for yourself and take care of all the things that you have to take care of. And so the emotional or stress baseline is higher than normal. And um, little things are that, like lack of availability, that might seem a, not a big deal at all to, to us, um, might be more to them because they're dealing with so much more. And there's so much more on the table, so much more things that need to be taken care of. And so if the process is as easy as possible, um, then that's one less thing they have to worry about. And it's also can be a positive because there's a positive a feeling associated with uh, taking care of uh, be participating in a study and feeling like you've done your part. And you've um, uh, been a part of uh, making sure there's more information out there or uh, giving your your story so that they may help people in the future. Thank you for sharing, Mansky. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think a big part of the reason why caregivers and patients participate in the studies that we do is in order to help bring a solution or a treatment to people in the future that are going through the same journey that they may be going through. Um, it's really, really important to them and so, like you said, we need to ensure that we're doing everything we can to help them to be able to participate and have a positive experience in doing so. So now I'd like to share a little bit about my experience as a caregiver to my father. It started about two years ago, a very, very vivid day in my life on July 12th of 2022, when I received a call from the New Jersey State Police, that they were at my father's house and no one was answering the door and asking my permission to essentially kick the door in to check out my father. Of course, I gave him that them that permission and received a call back that they found him on the floor unconscious. Uh, that was the start of this caregiver journey for me. Um, definitely came as a shock to both myself and my father, who was working a full-time job, volunteering on his local fire department, living on his own, completely independent, um, to being completely dependent overnight. Um, it was a shock, to say the least. I had recently started a new position at the company that I was at at the time, uh, which came with a lot more responsibility, as well as managing my family of three kids and all the things that come with life. I now needed to take on the new challenge of navigating the healthcare system to get my dad the best care that he needed, as well as learning his financial situation and managing that. 
To say that it came without challenges would be a lie. There was a fair share of challenges in learning to navigate his health as well as the financial situation. But out of those challenges came the blessings of being able to care for this man that had so selfishly given so much of his time and his life to care for me and to advocate for me as a child. Now being able to take that and use that to motivate me to now advocate and care for him in his situation that he's going through and his journey that he's experiencing. It's something that you don't wish upon yourself, but to see the blessing that comes from it is indescribable. The thing that I love to see now is the progress that he has made over those two years. When he first came to the rehab from the hospital, he was unable to speak. He had full paralysis in his right side. He was confined to a wheelchair. It was not a great situation. Now, two years later, he's able to walk even short distances without any type of assistance, otherwise using a walker. His speech has come back dramatically. Really, the only thing that he is still unable to do is writing, more so because he has now had to learn how to write with his left hand after spending the first 60-plus years of his life writing with his right. Mansky said about being in the industry that we're in and interacting, it did indeed help to inspire me to stay positive through this journey, to look past those challenges and look towards what the future could bring. Hearing their stories and their journeys definitely helped to inspire me to do better for him. And I think that is a lot of why these patients and caregivers participate in the market research, because they're hoping that their journey and their story can help those patients and caregivers that are dealing with the same type journey in the future to hopefully have a more positive outcome than they had. It's what inspires me to do what I do every day, honestly, to be able to advocate for these patients and these caregivers that we work with to help them to have a better experience. You often hear people say that the healthcare market research industry is only so big. And I think a lot of that comes down to that each one of us that work in this industry have these very unique experiences that allow us to work with these type audiences and to have that empathy and those sensitivities to be able to really truly understand what it is that we are going after as we're doing these studies and this research. It really does take a special type of person to be able to do that. I can say in my personal experience that as a caregiver to my father, I am very open and willing to discuss the experience that I've gone through if it is indeed going to help others that are in similar situations. I feel that we find that very often amongst our respondents, whether they're patients that have gone through the patient journey, whether they're caregivers that are caring for those patients that are experiencing that journey. They are very, very open to discussing this. As long as we are understanding of that these people are very busy, they have a lot of going on, whether it's treatments that they're going through, whether it's just managing their life 
juggling a full-time job, as well as caring for a loved one, as well as caring for their own family. It could be a lot, and it could be quite overwhelming. So understanding that as we're going into field work with these caregivers and these patients is very important. They're people too, just like us, but they're experiencing a lot more than we may at that particular moment. So just understand that as you're fielding these projects and ensure that you're staying sensitive to those type things. I hope that you enjoyed hearing both my story and Mansky's story. Hope that you were able to learn something from it. I hope that maybe it inspired you as you move forward into future studies with caregivers or patients to really have an understanding of what they may be going through at that particular moment and use that to build out your empathy and your sensitivity as you're working with those particular audiences. At Just Worldwide, we are highly experienced with these audiences. And again, as you could see, many of us are either patients or caregivers ourselves and are first-hand experience in these particular indications and experiences. So we are in a very unique place to be able to recruit these type audiences as well. Thank you again for listening. And uh, next episode, we'll focus on the things that are going on in the APAC market. We've seen a lot of increase in requests for the APAC markets. We've seen some changes in those regions. So um, our next episode is going to be used to highlight some of these changes as well as some very specific nuances to fielding studies in the APAC region. Thank you so much for listening and we look forward to speaking to you next time. Take care.